On this episode of Running 44 at 60, I've got the Anthony family from Suffolk. Their father, Neil, was a big friend of mine for many, many years, went to college together. Unfortunately, Neil passed away in 2015, but Neil was a great runner, and he's left behind a legacy of family who are brilliant runners in themselves. And this podcast was recorded about a week ago, and since then, one of the, one of the guys on the podcast, Sebastian, who is 23, has turned out a 4.07 mile. In fact, it was 4.06.98 uh, in a Roger Bannister time trial, as he called it. Christine is on there, the mother. She, Christine's a great runner. She's a current world uh, champion record holder as well. And Justine and Jack, also great runners in their own right as well. So you're going to enjoy listening to the Anthony family talking about running and all their top tips that they're trying to give me to help me become a half-decent runner as well. Okay, enjoy. And on today's show, I've got with me the prestigious Anthony family <laughs> who join me from Suffolk and from Spain, and they're all amazing runners. So um, everybody, would you like to just do a quick introduction to yourselves and so we know who we've got on the podcast? I'm Christine, so I'm, I'm mum of uh, the other three who are going to introduce themselves, and I vary from 800 metres up to marathons, but more recently 800 metres. I'm Justine, um, I'm 26, and I range from... 5k up to half marathon. Hi, I'm Jack. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm Jack. I'm, uh... Oh, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll take it in age Jack. order. I'm, I'm Jack. I'm uh, 24. Um, I won't really attempt anything below a marathon, I think, these days. I'm Seb. I'm 23 and uh, range anywhere from 800 to 10k. One big question I've got to ask you all because I understand that one of you, and I'm not sure which one it is, of course, is actually currently a world champion. So who's <laughs> going to put their hand up and tell me that they, I mean, it must be one of the youngsters, I imagine. <laughs> well, what a surprise, Trev. Actually, it's a world record holder. Well, actually, world champion and world record holder. World record holder. <laughs> wow. But in a team of four, um, wow. in a, in so a four Christ by 400 meters. So, Christine, you're a world record holder. So you're, you know, you're setting the standard for your children. So come on, kids, what's going on? How come your mum's a world record holder and you aren't, you know? So what's it's a bit happening? harder for us to get a world record. <laughs> <laughs> uh, everything, everything's relevant here. So, uh, Jack, you're a, you're a, you said you were a marathon runner. So just tell us a bit about your, what you're doing running-wise at the moment then. Have you got any, I mean, all the marathons are in lockdown, but are you still keeping up any training for that? So I've had a bit of a injury over the last couple of months. Um, had knee surgery uh, back in March, so I'm just getting back into running. Um, hopefully, targeting an autumn marathon. Um, the last marathon I did was back in October. Um, I've done seven marathons now. Last one was in Munich. I've done four there, and uh, three three in London as well. So uh, that's my uh, that's my distance at the moment. And I've got half a goal to try and go under three hours at the moment. That's the uh, Right. I'm back to full fitness. So what's, what's your best at the moment then? Uh, 323. Um, that was okay. Munich about four or five years ago, actually. So, so. Right. I'm a bit of a way off that fitness at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great stuff. Because Christine, I think Neil going to three hours? Yeah, he got 257 in uh, Long Beach in uh, America. Did and he? then he did, he did just get under three hours at London. I think it's wow. two fifty nine forty or something like that. Yeah. Wow. So that is that is the challenge to to try, you know, for everyone here to try and get that, I think. Yeah. Because <laughs> Seb, I noticed on Strava you've been putting in a huge amount of mileage. <laughs> <laughs> There's not much else to do around here. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm 
kind of in the middle of things, not really knowing what to train for. So I mean, the best option is just to go out and run a lot of miles and then see what happens when this is all over. Okay, and because you know, where are you at the moment? Because you were at Loughborough, I think, weren't you, as a as a runner there? Yes, um, I did my undergraduate at Loughborough, and then I got a got running scholarship to go out to the states um, to a school in North Carolina. So that's where I was, and that's where I'll be hopefully going back to in August to continue running and studying. And Justine, you've also been in the states running in recent times, haven't you? Yeah, I think I graduated in 2016 out in the states, and then decided to copy Seb and go to Loughborough and do it. Um, masters and now doing a phd there because i think the last time talking of 2016 i'm pretty sure the last time we all got together was in 2016 wasn't it in north north devon in the, yes. the woolacombe bay half marathon yes. I, seem, I seem to remember justine didn't you win the ladies race and break the course record i think i might have done yes <laughs> <laughs> I, i've got a feeling said you might I think Christine said when I t reminded her of this recently that I think you were injured, weren't you? Then you on crutches? Yeah, I think I think I watched the race on crutches. Much preferred to have been in it at that time. Yeah. Oh, I think we just lost Jack. Jack has disappeared off. Uh, oh no, he's back. Jack, I don't, I don't, were you there, Jack? I can't remember whether you were there yeah. or not. Uh, yes, I was there. Um, I can't remember much about it apart from it was extremely hilly. Uh, I'll <laughs> never do a trail run again. I think that was the. Uh... <laughs> I do. I do remember the. the, the... All the Anthony family did come in front of all the other uh, people who were at our party, I seem to remember, which was quite funny. So what have you all been, I mean, clearly, Seb, you've been doing a lot of mileage on Strava, but how have you all been coping with running during lockdown? Um, well, over here, we've had quite a few virtual races to sign up for and participate in. So we spend a lot of time planning out routes for those, testing them out. Um, Trying to get the flattest possible routes ever. On the, with the wind <laughs> in the right direction. So... Me and Seb have done a 5k. We've all done a 5k. Yes. Yeah. And then we've got a few more lined up over the next month. Excellent. What about you, Jack? Are you, have you been able to do any running? What's happening in Spain? Because Spain's been very locked down, hasn't it? So, yeah, it seems to be one of the stricter lockdowns. We can't go outside the uh, house at all unless it's the supermarket. So in terms of running, it's... There's uh, not much you can do. Um, I've been running around the house. We've actually got loads of about a 60 meter loop. Um, <laughs> it's full of extremely tight turns. So you can't really get up any pace. And uh, with the injury, I don't think it's the best thing to be doing to be running in uh, circles too much. So yeah. I've uh, restricted a lot of my activities to kind of physio and body weight exercises, just trying to get a bit of strength before I can actually get out. Yeah, well, I've been on Saturdays. So yeah. I've been running park runs on Saturdays, not a park run, and I've been trying to run a different course every Saturday. So, um, so what about? I mean, you've all you've all done lots of running. Um, you've all you know been to you know all sorts of exciting places to run in. So, here I am. I'm trying to increase both my stamina and my speed. So, I'm looking for some top tips here, ladies and gentlemen, to, uh, <laughs> to help me along here. So, what what do you think? You know, what would you what would you suggest I should be doing? I'm going to suggest Seb talks about this because he's been asked to set a couple of training schedules for people in the in the area and which are proving quite successful so yeah so. i think the main thing to for that is consistency and just making sure that week in week out you're putting in the work that you need to do and then setting yourself goals along the way as well so now um maybe a 5k time trial you've set yourself for three weeks time just make sure you've got a plan of what you're going to do and why you're doing what you're doing faster drills before runs um would help with that and maybe strides as well or, or sprints sort of on the end of an easy run okay. so drills are like high knees or um hops and skips and jumps jack what about tips for my 
you know, for my long distance running, what would you, what would, what, on your, based on your seven marathon experience, any top tips? <laughs> or did you, oh, I understand you don't really have a plan though, you just turn up and run, don't you? Uh, I'll say I've learned some tough lessons along the way in a couple of the marathons, so it's, uh, <laughs> you, de you definitely need to train, I'll put that as rule number one, um, to get the mileage up. I found that a lot of the traditional plans, especially this one I was just starting for my latest marathon when I got injured, a lot of the traditional plans involved running on too many days. Um, so I've seen there's a lot of plans that you can actually get by on running just only three to four days a week. Okay. Um, but upping the mileage, having a very long Sunday run, one fast run, and one, one rate or so is basically one, one run slower than your race pace, one run at your race pace, and then one run faster than your race pace every week. As long as you build about the mileage in kind of three months before we should be absolutely good to go i think okay um, <laughs> and what's what sort of mileage would those runs be jack so it'd start off the kind of the long runs would be starting off at about seven eight miles and then stretching all the way up to 18 20 when you're about to peak about four weeks before um okay. and your, your tempo runs these are the uh, your kind of race pace runs get those up to about 12 14 miles at the peak um, those are the kind of targets you should be hitting, trying to, trying to be hit, uh, trying to hit, I think. And any, any top tips from any of you about things I should be eating, maybe? Don't ask me. <laughs> Seb <laughs> lives on a diet of custard creams. Custard and creams? And is still able to run fast, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I would always say, Trev, that you, you need to always uh, recover after a long run. So protein, those protein drinks and some carbohydrate, I find them valuable after a sort of hard training session to so that the muscles uh, get a chance to recover. Um, marathon running, you'll need plenty of carbohydrates, bananas, porridge, hot cross buns are great, malt Lots loaf. Of pasta. Yeah, pasta, pasta's a good shout. Yeah, it's a good variety of everything, and not too much rubbish. Yeah, so what about, what about uh, tell me about your favorite runs, because I had, uh, I had uh, our old friend Davey Hall on the last podcast, and, and he told me about loads of man versus horse and all sorts of interesting <laughs> runs. <laughs> Have you come across Man versus Horse? It's in the I've, middle I've of Wales. It. It, it is in Wales. Do you know of it, Jack? Oh, I've never heard of it. It sounds intriguing. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently it started as a bet between two people. One said he could run this course faster than his mate could ride a horse around it. So they, they had a bet. And apparently the horse has always won with one exception. Um, Dave said anyway. Uh, and that was when a very top marathon runner took part. So what about your, your favourite runs? Um, um, I'll go first. Shall I? Well, actually, mine's a... Mine is a, a track race. It's, it was the 800 meter final in Malaga, where um, I'd, I'd run the semi-final the day before and set a PB. So I thought the very next day doing a final, my legs would be dead. But I managed to uh, get myself into fourth place at the start of the second lap. Um, and then thought, right, fourth isn't good enough. I need to get third. And I managed to get third in the World Championships final for the 800 meters. And we, wow. the British ran one gold, silver and bronze. So that, that made it extra special. But I always remember that race because I didn't believe I could ever run that fast, and I did, and it was disbelief. And I've never wow. run that fast since, so it was a good day for me. Wow. <laughs> Justine, what yeah. about you? Um, I think mine would have been my first half marathon, which was the Great North Run, which was last September. Um, and it's the first one I've ever done, but um, it was a really, really good atmosphere. And I think the highlight was I was coming down the finishing straight and um, everyone started cheering very loudly and it was getting really loud. And then it turned out that Mo Farah was about to sprint past me. He'd started <laughs> half an hour behind me <laughs> and all the TV cameras came past. 
and then he came past me to win. <laughs> oh wow! Well, you could you could have been a TV sensation if you had just moved slightly to the right or left, and as he was whichever side yeah. he was coming past you on and taking him out. <laughs> they they moved me across. Um, oh, didn't they? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jack, what about you? What, you? You've said you've run Munich four times and London three times. I really like them both, to be honest. But um, I think Munich's my favourite one, mainly because of the, uh, you get to finish in the Olympic Stadium and there's uh, all these tents with uh, um, very nice beers and pretzels that you can just sit around <laughs> in for about a couple of hours while your legs remember how to work again. Um, but I'm looking forward to trying a new a new couple of city marathons. We had the Vienna booked um, this April, but obviously with injuries and everything, that won't be happening. But um, I'm, not, I'm looking forward to some new ones, but I definitely recommend Munich and uh, London if it's able to get, you're able to get into it. That's the, uh, that's yeah. the tough part. What about you, Sebastian? Um, mine's definitely... Um, in the US, we have an indoor season and outdoor season. So it's racing on a 200 meter track. Um, and this indoor season, I got invited to do uh, an invitational race. Racing on an indoor 200 meter track. And I was um, got invited to race in uh, 800 meters at this track. Um, and it was a cool race because was, I was competing up against the Olympic bronze medalist um, and US champion um, in the race. And just leading up to the race, there was a really cool atmosphere and a lot of talk about the race. And going into the race was really good because it was a really good atmosphere for the people that were competing. And yeah, um, that's definitely a race that I could go back to if I could. Okay. Uh, um, that's interesting, Sebastian, because I thought what you were going to say when I asked you about your favourite track and race was that when you were a small child and came with your family to Cornwall... <laughs> We, uh, we we were st we lived in a house with a field next door to it. I don't know if you remember. Yeah, and I, I, think, remember. I think your dad marked out a track for you, and you were hurling around this track. I don't know how old you were. You weren't very old, and you were. And I think he was maybe timing you. And uh, and of course, you know, you were you were probably upset because you didn't quite get under the world record or something at the time. <laughs> Thank you very much uh, to the Anthony family for taking part in this podcast. That's been really, really good. And, um, you know, I wish you the best of luck with all your running activities uh, going forward. And uh, thanks for the top tips. Um, you know, faster drills, sprints. Well, you know, I'm clearly going to ignore those. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think, uh, I think uh, Christine, you mentioned earlier in another podcast, the, another th recording we did for one of our friends to cut down on his snack eating. And I think that might be a, <laughs> A suitable top tip for me as well possibly um, but uh, there we go so um, yeah great stuff well listen thanks very much for coming on um, any final uh, any final sort of tips you would like to share with all our listeners about you know for them from a running point of view and um, I think a good one for me is making that your slow runs or easy runs slower I found that's really helped um, to recover well for the days are a bit harder so just 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 so I can tell you now that whenever you look at my Strava, um, I've been running slowly, deliberately, right? <laughs> and I'm doing it on every single run, Justine. You'll be pleased to know. So there we go. That's great. <laughs> okay, Jack. Any final word from you from Spain? I bet you're looking forward to getting out and about again. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm gonna go for. A about four hour walk I think Saturday morning as much as my knee can hold up um maybe a light jog as well um I guess in terms of a running tip I'd say it's, it's possible to run a marathon on tr no training but I wouldn't <laughs> recommend it um, <laughs> okay great stuff
Uh, get get three or four large runs in and you'll be all right. So. All right. Lovely, lovely. Right. Okay. That's lovely. Well, thank you very much for, for coming on the uh, on the podcast. Okay. Thank, thank you. you. Right. Yeah. Okay. Sure.